This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I am your host, Super Vegan Brian, and I am joined by David Theobald III. Hey, everybody. Courtesy Smurferka. Hola. Hindu Anthony. What's up, Buttercup? And we have two special guest today. Our topic today is YouTube. So we got two amazing YouTubers. We are joined by Nonat Ones. That is my name. And Odin Abbott from Odin Makes. Hello, oh, how's it going? Hey, yes, I'm the All Father. Yes, yeah, yes, Odin the All Father. Odin yeah. the All Father. What are you talking about right now? Ah. <laughs> I will do it again. And Odin the All Father from the Odin Makes YouTube channel. <laughs> Hello, how's it going? Thunderclap, thunderclap, grumble, grumble. Hello, yes. I'm Odin, and welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so let me let me do intros for these two guys. Nonat, you have never been with us before. Our listeners have never heard heard you on our podcast, so I'm not going to say they haven't heard of you because they <laughs> might have. <laughs> so, no, no sub, please. no sub Andy over here. Damn. Please, All right. Give a short intro. Right away. <laughs> please give a short intro, letting everyone know who you are. Hey there. So I'm known at ones. Uh, my real name is Brogan. And over on YouTube, I make Pathfinder 2E content for it's a tabletop role playing game similar to Dungeons and Dragons, uh, one of their biggest competitors, actually. And aside from that, I'm overall just a nerdy guy who likes talking about nerdy stuff. I'm sure none of you can relate. Um, and while my channel's about tabletop gaming, I usually branch out here and there on different podcasts or any chance I get to talk about more nerdy stuff. Awesome. One awesome. of the um, things about this podcast is um, David um, and I are really involved in Pathfinder Organized Play. Oh, really? Okay. And um, that's first edition or second edition? Um, uh, First, Ed, I'm a three-star GM, oh, and right. to be quite frank, uh, I don't like second Ed, like, at all. Totally so. fair. <laughs> yeah, and I do. I love second Ed, but oh, in, the first, in the first Ed days, I was a VL, a venture lieutenant. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, nice. uh, I started, I, my friend Grant and I actually started the Long Beach chapter of the uh, Los Angeles uh, um shit what's it called what's it called pathfinder yes, society this, yeah. yeah well nice. the the lodge <laughs> that's awesome yeah and no that's totally fair pathfinder 2e is definitely it's a niche system for sure it's for people who really want a lot more crunch and yeah, i know, freaking I'm, love it i'm not it. a fan I, yeah, exactly we have clashed on the podcast about it before and yeah, i freaking I'm, love it 
I'm okay. playing pretty much exclusively fifth ed nowadays. So. Fair. I'm gonna I'm gonna stroke Brian's ego here, and I just want to say this to to just just for Brian, because uh, I was a player under a lot of Brian's games, and I gotta say Brian is without a doubt my favorite DM. Um, you know how there's always Jack. that. You know how there's always that one DM where is you like you compare everyone else to them. That that's Brian for me. Nice. I think I think I think he was great. That Aww. is one of the best compliments a GM can receive from anyone. That's Damn. fantastic. So Odin, we have so many guests. We have a plethora of guests today, but I still need to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself. Please do that. Oh. Well, thank you. Hello. Hi, my name is Odin, and I have a YouTube channel called Odin Makes. And on my YouTube channel, what I do is I make things, specifically cosplay props. And the whole channel is set up much like a cooking show, where I start in the very beginning with cutting up foam, then I show gluing it together, and then you paint it, and in the end, you have a helmet or a sword or a shield or a pterodactyl or something. Man, I could save so much time at the beginning Great. of the episode by just recording that. You say the same thing every time. <laughs> wait, I wait. practiced it. Wait, did it's I miss the pterodactyl episode? <laughs> no, you, you haven't. But every time I start talking about that, I start thinking about uh, the movie Airplane. It's yeah. like, what do you make of this? Oh, I can make a brooch. I can make a hat. I can make a pterodactyl. <laughs> oh, that movie is in my top five so much. Oh, oh yeah. so good. Oh, yeah. Now, so, also, I don't know sorry if it's just to scare me. you. No dinosaur video yet. <laughs> Damn. Is it is it just me or is Odin's videos very Bob Ross esque? They're so just very flowing and calming and just oh I yeah, I it. could do that absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't have forgotten that comparison. Really good compliment. That, that really is a really is, good it's, compliment. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've always strived with, with my videos to make them entertaining first and instructional second. Uh, I, I recognized early on that the majority of my viewers are going to watch it to be entertained and the minority are actually going to build what I'm doing. So I tried to make it flow and tried to make it just kind of move along. So I think I think you. you do a very, very good job. Mm -hmm. well, thank you. I, I want to give you I want to. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Erica. Okay. I took the time today to watch one of No Nat's Aww. videos and I have to give him props because it was the same type of format. I was very entertained by what you were saying and the nuances and the <laughs> jokes, but I was also gathering a lot of information about archetypes because that's that's okay, what you were yeah. talking about. Oh, cool. So uh, I have to say, I also enjoyed your videos in the same way, because sometimes you, you know, you watch videos on YouTube and yeah, you, you're there for the information, mm -hmm. right? But it's like so dry. You're like, uh. Yeah. So I was actually uh, just about three hours ago in my Discord server talking to a bunch of people <laughs> about this, um, about how they can't stand talking head videos it's just a person in front of a camera mm -hmm. spitting information out at you so just like odin said yeah i try to make it entertaining first right. make sure the information is still there and comes across but give them a reason to keep watching beyond what they could just get out of a book you know i want to give them a unique experience besides just looking up the rules the most common thing I watch on YouTube is like political stuff. So it's just a bunch of talking heads spewing oh. stuff at me. I can't do it, man. I can't. Oh, right. Man. It's just like in page 300 of Das Kapital, blah, 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 blah. I, I have kudos to give to Odin and to Nonat. Um, Odin, your Mando style Lucas Odin makes logo. Oh, that's so good. I, I brought up the Marvel logo in the last time you were here, but that you, it's like you're trying to top yourself. Uh, yes, and that's a dangerous road to go down four years in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, very, it's very pretty. 
it's preem. It's, Thank you. But it's, I put I put that sticker you gave me on my car. Oh and yeah. And I went through a car wash, and now it's all it came off. What? So I need an. Those bitches. They told me it was like UV safe and and, and what? All right. Yeah. No problem. I'll send you. I'll send you more stickers, of course. <laughs> and 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 since uh, you you mentioned that on occasion, after dealing with kids, you may need an adult cocktail. Uh, I, I have a viewer that sent me some beer koozies with the uh, you know, makes logo on it. Would you like one of those? That's awesome. Oh, that'd be fabulous. <laughs> no problem. I I want one, but I will I will. I will not stress Odin's resources. <laughs> hey, I'm the Patreon of Odin, so you know. Yes, she is. And uh, I'm not you, because, Hershey Smurf Erica. And I'm not because Odin told me not to. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yes. Early on, we were talking that back and forth. I I am a patron of Nerd Podcast Radio. In fact, that is the only thing I'm a Patreon of. Oh, um, thank you. And Thanks. immediately, Brian's like, "Oh, I'll oh, do you right up. back." And it's like, "Well, don't do that because the only." person making money that's gonna be a patreon <laughs> bucks. here five bucks oh i'll take 10 percent off i that. think the exact <laughs> words you said is you would create a patreon circle jerk that is the exact yeah. words i said yes for some funny reason enough, i was not editing the first time i've heard Erica that phrase. in the room oh god that's funny <laughs> so no nat mm-hmm. um i have been really having fun with your twitter oh and twitter the more i'm learning the more fun i'm having with it too i love the fact that the fans named your little kid character only Nat once. Did you see that somebody oh. made a Twitter account for the kid? Wow. <laughs> no. Actually, that doesn't surprise me, but wow. So for some context, because these actually aren't the most popular videos on my channel, I have three like 20 second long videos called What is a blank? What is a fighter? What is a rogue? What is a sorcerer? And it always culminates in some little kid encountering an adventurer who hurts or mutilates the kid in some way the sorcerer throws a fireball the fighter stabs him and this kid now has a twitter account and i have no idea who's running it (laughs) that's pretty funny that's pretty awesome that's pretty awesome actually that is pretty awesome amazing kind of scary too but it's pretty awesome (laughs) so we are all here to talk about youtube um you know, we have two YouTubers on, so it made sense as a topic. Um, it originally came from, you know, Odin thought it would be a good thing to be on because he's been around for a while and he's been on multiple YouTube channels. And um, I want to get Nonad on because he was one of the new YouTubers that I'd discuss. But first. But first, we're going to play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where everybody talks about the nerdiest thing they've done in the last two weeks, and we vote using the patented Mike Myler widget system. And don't worry about that widget system, Nonat. We will explain it at the end of the game. Okay. So, Nonat, what was nerdy with you in the past few weeks? All right. So about a week and a half back, me and my friend were talking, and a new game came out recently called Yakuza Like a Dragon. It's Ooh. a turn-based... It's a fantastic game. It's a it's a turn-based role-playing game uh, set in modern day, which is really cool. Uh, but it's only one player. And we were thinking, okay, we want to play this together. Like, it's turn-based, so timing, like, any kind of delay isn't a big deal. So we spent three hours syncing up our computers using the program known as Parsec, which lets my computer use his... Like, he can use his mouse on my computer. Oh, and it didn't work. It wasn't working, so I downloaded another program known as Virtual Controller to trick my computer into thinking both of our computer controllers were the same controller and then launch the game. And 
it worked. It recognizes both of our controller inputs at the same time. So in combat of our four-person party, we each assigned two characters, and on their turn, we t we put the inputs in, and we take turns controlling on the overworld. All right, you came with your A game. I would Holy have crap. never thought of wow, that. Yeah. And if, if you want me to expand, I've spent about five hours of the last 24 hours grinding for the end game because we beat the game and then there's a super bonus dungeon where all of the enemies are level 99 and you beat the game around level 60. So oh, like so like most games, yeah. Okay, yeah. you may be the nerdiest game freaking plus. person we've ever had on the show. I will <laughs> take that good. with pride. Yeah. So that's 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 where I'm at. I'm still mid-grind when this whole podcast thing happens. So <laughs> But you know, we 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 got other other hosts and other guests that are gonna share things and we never know what they're gonna be. So Odin, Bring it on. what was nerdy yes. with you in the past few weeks? It's kind of a uh interesting thing interesting to to, to talk about for me because so spends time just working on the channel because I'm actually actively building and then shooting and trying to make it. So, okay, yeah, Odin, we're say, losing you. We're losing yeah, you. Oh, no. You might want to start over. Yeah, oh, sorry. I have, out again. Oh, great. It's back now. It seems all right, but it was okay. roboting out there for a second. All right, let's just uh, take wow. two. All right. <laughs> so it's really hard for me to say exactly what's going to be the nerdiest with me because I spend so much of my time uh, building stuff and shooting it and making my video content. Uh, I don't really do much of anything else. Like the, the toss up, I, I had one instance this morning where I suddenly had to create a spoiler chat room because of the most recent episode of The Mandalorian and people were just spewing things all over my, my Patreon uh, Discord. It's like, yeah. guys, no, wait, this is coming up before yeah. I even unlock my phone. I can see what you're talking about. Yeah. But I think, <laughs> I think what I want, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, David. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Bunch of a holes. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna name um, names or nothing, but they know who no. they are. Yeah, they do, and they they apologize. But and I apologize too. Um, that really actually took took the wind out of my sails for a good portion of today. Um, but what I think I want to talk about is last week I was seriously looking at what I wanted to build for Cyberpunk 2077 because Ooh. this was the big game coming out, right? And then much like Ooh. Fallout 74 or 76, um, all of a sudden everybody's hating on it. Like overnight, there's this light switch. Like, oh my gosh, there's a bug and everyone's just hating on it. And I don't want to get that splash damage. So I'm trying to decide what am I going to do? What am I not going to do? And then uh, I, I watched the last week's episode of The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. and, and all of a sudden you see the tank trooper helmet. It's like, that's what I'm going to make. And so I very quickly in like 48 hours spanked out this storm, uh, Imperial trooper helmet. I was so I was surprised. Cyberpunk. <laughs> I was so surprised how quick you got that done. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> oh, so, so you so you ah. went from idea to concept to execution all within forty eight hours. Yes, because uh, I I couldn't even start it until the episode aired, and the episode aired you know uh, Friday. So I actually watched it midnight Friday. I got it as early as I could. Um, then I uh, the very next morning, I mean, I think that night I was doing screen grabs. The next morning I was figuring out uh, sizes and continued to build the helmet. Uh, and then I was at the painting stage on Sunday morning when my wife started editing the video. Uh, and then I got the painting finished because I had a live stream to do on Monday. And then we finished up the edit and got it all out uh, first thing Wednesday morning. So That's yeah. really tough wow. because normally you have trailers and promos and stuff to work from too. So you right. literally had to wait for the airing of the show. Exactly. 
Yes, because there was no, there was no wow. indication on that at all. I didn't, I didn't even realize who the guest star was going to be. But to be honest, I wasn't watching. Like maybe the scenes uh, for next week that might have shown that, but I didn't actually look at that because I enjoyed watching the show happen at its own pace. So, but yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, Pretty much it. Next we have Anthony. What was nerdy with you? I am a little glad I came after uh, Odin because he mentioned something that flows perfectly into what's nerdy with me. He was talking about Cyberpunk 2077. What game just came out? What have I been doing for the last week? Okay. What have you been doing for the last oh, week? Oh, I've been playing. Oh, guys, too. Furiously <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but only when everyone's asleep. Uh, no, I've been playing the, the fun f- in that. No, just, I've been playing the right. fuck out of Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> like a lot of it. But here's where it gets really nerdy because of course me playing video games is pretty nerdy, but here's where it gets extra nerdy. Because I was like, okay, let's really role play here. Let's really get into character here. So I actually thought of like a character idea. And I actually like wrote stuff out and I actually came up with an idea and a concept. And I'm actually like making dialogue choices based on what I think this this person so would do your method acting your cyberpunk 2077 character yes nice yes. <laughs> hold on hold on are you trying to tell me you're role-playing in a role-playing game i know Shh. right i'm not <laughs> i'm not just i'm not I, just running around okay. shooting things and just trying to make the numbers I, go big i don't know right, you did just no clip and off you go 2077 is it multiplayer uh not no, yet it's not it's so going to be but it's not yet you're right. playing with yourself yeah Furiously. Uh-huh. You're you're furiously. <laughs> I'm I'm That's furiously great. role I'm furiously role playing with myself. Okay. No. A lot of we're doing some role play. So, Andy, you have a you have a boatload of NPCs. And there right, and yeah. you can have sex. Yes. So Anthony What's up? question. What's up? Is is it as bad as everybody is like saying? The bugs because... or ba- bad how? I was okay, curious. Yeah. So on on PC, it's fine. There are bugs, but no worse than I would expect. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm not worse than The Witcher. Right. Like, when it first came out. <laughs> their Skyrim came out in a worse state than this did. Now, on okay. the consoles, I don't know. But I'm hearing bad things from the consoles. That's so but weird because consoles are usually so much safer because the hardware is the same for all of them. Well, right. no, yeah, they, because they there's built new it around PS5. Yeah, and then they tried yeah. to retro it to four, oh. knowing that PS5s are in short supply. Yeah, they so thought they were gonna have enough time. A lot of issues. So that's why they're they're giving people refunds, huh? Specifically yeah. for yep. Sony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, specifically. Yeah. They, they tried um, to make a shortcut and it didn't work. Yikes. The yeah. overtalk didn't, is didn't real, Sony everybody. You're going to make my editing job harder. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that part's fun. And, um, yeah, the bugs aren't terrible. I think it's a really fun game. I think the story is very good. I think there's a lot of really great characters. Um, if, you ha- if you have a PC, it's totally worth checking out. If you have a console, I would say wait till December 21st when they're supposed to be fixing things. Oh, that is awesome. I'm glad one of us was playing it because it's nice to hear some news about it. Um, David, what was nerdy with you? Well, I mean, I've watched some streamers play. I haven't played it myself. Um, I mean, let's see. Uh, Mandalorian got spoiled for me before I started watching it. (laughs) Uh, I was waiting for the last episode to hit so I could just binge it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've had so much of it spoiled already. It sucks. Um, there, there are certain things, David. I mean, I understand the the wanting to binge because I hate waiting for episodes too. Mm-hmm. But there are certain shows that you can't do that with because there's no way you can get on the internet after that. Without having something spoiled. Oh, I've actually done quite well for it. I've avoided most places that would give spoilers, which is why when I get hit with them sometimes, it's like, oh, damn it, here? Really? (laughs) See, I've always played delightfully oblivious, so there are so many shows and games out there I still need to get through. And I've, you know, they're like 10 years old at this point. They still haven't been spoiled. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I've gotten lucky (laughs) in a lot of cases. Nice. Um, but my real nerdy thing is, uh, I got a new microphone and I had to set it up and figure out how it works. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I can He's a real face. boy. Yay! I'm like a professional in junk now. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? So I have been working from home since March. And since March, I have been using a headset to do my job and talk to my clients and everything. And it took until two weeks ago for me to go, oh, wait, I'm a podcaster. I have a really nice microphone where I don't have to wear a headset to do my job. (laughs) 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 You've got this really high quality mic just sitting next to you the whole time. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. (laughs) And I was like, what a fucking idiot I am. (laughs) I have sent, I have since remedied my ways. Wow. Um, I, I'm the one who got the phone call about setting up the mics. And I, <laughs> I was I was doing my best not to laugh at Erica. Oh my god. That's um, funny. Eric, awesome. with you. Oh, yeah. So uh nothing nearly as cool as literally anybody else. Um, but you set up your mic. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah. I, hey, I said that one. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gone yet, so Oh, okay. It, it might be cooler than mine. So uh, I may have set up my mic. However, I have yet to figure out how to get my third monitor to work because I keep having flickering issues through the mini display port. So that's a whole thing into itself. But um, I decided that um, I've been spending a lot of time clearly at home with my kiddos and running out of literal like things to do that are like creative. And before, you know, it was warm uh, and not snowing all the time. So I was able to like take the girls outside for hikes or walks or bike rides or whatever. And I can't really do that right now because it's cold. So um, I started brainstorming and I found this thing. It's um, it's kind of like a, those packs that you get every month that get sent to you. I mean, that is what it is but it's for STEM development. So it's different projects and stuff for kids and they're age appropriate. So I started ordering that so that I could spend time with the girls doing things that could like, you know, expand their minds and get them more creative and problem solving and just more creative in general. So I started doing that uh, with Rowan and she, (laughs) she loves it. We made a, so they, they send you this book that is like educational. So in this case, it was about light. It was about light and dark and how light works. And it goes through like different animals and different things that, you know, in nature that are, you know, bioluminescent. 
So uh, we created a, a, like a little mushroom lamp that glows in the dark. And then we also made a little firefly that glows in the dark. And she is just absolutely loving these creative things and reading the books and asking me questions and all sorts of things. So that was my nerdy thing. I'm just kind of helping my kids with their STEM development. That's really cool. Honestly, yeah. anything that can get a kid excited to learn about anything is fantastic. As, speaking as a once was kid, <laughs> getting engaged <laughs> in learning was like the hardest part always. So that's have, really cool. I have to say that Erica uses her children to win this game quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's because my kids take up a lot of my time. And so I'm always trying to find ways to like with Amelia, Amelia just turned 13. So everything is a fight and we don't agree on anything. And I'm trying so hard to like find ways to connect with her. Um, I think I think I used this one last time, but I mean, it really was what I was focused on. I started learning how to sew and create costumes for her cosplay. So, you know, my kids are most of my existence because they take up a lot of time. I don't get to do fun things that I want to do. So, you know, you got to find the joy where you can. So it's not a cop out, Brian. I just happen to love my kids. Yeah, Brian. She's just a good mom. Yeah. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah Brian. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and what was your nerdy thing? Okay, so we've been playing this game for four years now, um, and I am going to do something I've never done before. Um, probably not going to win because of it. Wait for uh, it. But my nerdy thing is that I'm working on a future nerdy thing, and I can't reveal what it is. Uh, That's anticlimactic. Uh, wow. I know. You oh, built yeah. that up. You. I dick. told you all. You dick. It was going to be annoying. You know, I was wondering what wait for it meant <laughs> when it was already filled out in the, the, the little syllabus here. <laughs> yeah, um, they can't read the syllabus because they're listening to a podcast. They can't. I, I didn't can't do it for them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it for them. I did it for you. And I honestly didn't even see that because it was on a different page than what I was looking at. I just that on my own accord. <laughs> so. His answer was already filled in since before we started the segment. <laughs> so, yes. So I will probably lose today, but I am working on a nerdy thing. It is pretty amazing. Um, it is probably the nerdiest thing I've ever done for the show, but it's a big project and it's going to take a while. Um, it probably will be my nerdy thing for maybe the next six episodes. So I will probably lose that often because it's going to take a long time. So you can't do anything nerdy in the interim? I can't do Apparently anything. Apparently not. Um, I probably will have some stuff in addition, but this is what it is today because if it's been occupying my whole week, it is the main focus of my nerdiness and I can't share what it is. I, all right, sorry. all right, we get it. Moving on. <laughs> so, since Brian won't share something nerdy he did, I'll share something nerdy he did. Okay. 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 Go for it. <laughs> so I called him the other day, and I can't, I can't remember why. I call all the time, so it doesn't really matter. But he was telling me, I guess there was a Gmail outage that I didn't know about for like a couple hours, and he spent a bunch of time trying to troubleshoot it, and then eventually got on the phone with Google for Google to go, yeah, we know, we suck, bye. 
Yeah, I heard yeah. about that. I, yeah. I, I, I actually work in tech support, if that makes sense, no, Nat. Um, that's the reason why I can call Google. Yeah, <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah. So yeah. I, I work at a he's school. Our, I, do, I do IT at a school. And, um, and he's our speed had, dial when our stuff screws up. <laughs> we were hit pretty hard by the Google outage because we actually use G Suite for our email at work. Um, so anybody who tried to email any outside email addresses, they would get bounced back. And I Ooh. called Google and they were like, please hold. Um, yeah. Okay. So we understand your problem. Please hold. And then he came back in like 10 minutes and he goes, it's an outage. Um, the engineers say they'll have it fixed in like two hours. <laughs> Yikes. I didn't if know I, Google had outages. If that I, was the first there, I can remember. This is the second Google outage in the two years I've been working there. Um, one they did they had one where the entire google site went down for about an hour and you don't notice it unless you're in a google app all the time yeah, and then, then there was thought this it was one. the end of the world um, what this one was was one of their servers filled up and it made google think that people had hit their limit on emails because you actually have an email limit uh, because they don't it, it prevents spam and that there was kind of a bug in that because one of their servers filled up. So people were getting emails bounced back that's saying this address doesn't exist. And that's the, that's the, um, the error message you get bounced back if you've sent over 2000 emails in a day. Mm. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, that happened. Yeah. That was the thing I did. I, I don't think of work as nerdy things, just like, just like Odin and Nonat probably don't think of the work they do for YouTube as nerdy things. Oh, I 100% think my work is nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Nonat. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so um, now I will explain how the voting works. And we're going to do this very fast because there is six of us. So it's going to take a while. So I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to explain the game to Nonat and then we'll, we'll move on quickly. So, um, the way it works is everybody gets seven widgets and they give their widgets to who they think had the nerdiest thing that week. So Nona, you have seven widgets. Who do you give them to and why quickly, please? So any number of widgets to any single, like I can divide them up however I want. And yes. you can give them to yourself, but we will make fun of you. I'm never going to give it to myself. That's not true victory. See, he is not a terrible person. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely going to go throw two of them at Erica just for pity of the poor Mike situation. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think, I think I'm going to give three to Odin because 48 hours for a whole helmet. That's, that's impressive. Uh, with thank two you. left, I'll throw one at Anthony and one at David. Hey, thank you. Yay. Pity, cyberpunk. Pity. Okay. <laughs> Odin, seven widgets. Seven widgets. I'm going to throw three at Nonat because uh, having to set something up so you can have two different computers remotely work on the same computer at the same time. Uh, been there about a lifetime ago, and yeah, so you you get three of mine. Yep. Uh, I'm going to throw three at Eric because doing anything kind of semi to your kids is awesome, and if I had that opportunity when I was uh, had younger children, I totally would have done that. And then my final widget, I'm actually going to go ahead and give to Anthony because sitting around in a dark room playing with yourself all week long is one of the nerdiest things you can do. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, seven widgets, where do they go? All seven to me. No, I'm not going to do all seven. <laughs> uh, I'll actually give four to Nonat because holy shit, Nonat, that is, woof, that is, that is, that is dedication. Thank you. It's not even dedication. the first time we've done it for that. Oh uh, man, that is dedication. And then, um, you know what? Three to Odin because Odin, like, I, 
normally when Odin's on here, he wins because he always says something nerdy and something amazing, and he he did it again. It's just this time, Nonat inched you out barely. I'm but coming most, for you. But most of the time, all good. Odin. Odin's like the nerdiest person I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's and my that seven. All seven. So David, seven. Uh, I am going to give three each to Nonat and Odin, and one to Erica because reasons. Uh, Erica, where do you put yours? Uh, I'm going to have to, and I don't, just just saying, I don't uh, placate to guests. I'm a very, you know, even playing field person. But again, like Odin said, setting up two computers to work remotely is awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and give Nonat uh, two. I'm going to give Odin three um because 48 hour turnaround man that that's that's customer service that is customer service there um and i think that leaves me with two i'm gonna give hmm, i'm gonna give two to david because i uh feel his pain with that microphone situation so yay thank you you're welcome brian well um i am going to give um, you know, I know what I've been doing, so I'm going to give, um, three to myself because I have to, because I, I, I'm the person. old, yeah, but I'm the only one who knows. So <laughs> Brian gets my negative widget. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then I'm going to give my other four to Erica because I love my nieces and I think it's great that she's doing that. Um, this doesn't happen very often. So, um, no, Nat and Odin are tied. Huh. Um, so they must kung fu fight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> into the pit. I took karate in fourth grade. <laughs> I know kung fu. <laughs> so, um, the winner of our the winner of our show gets the widgets. So the widgets have gotten the idea, and they're kung fu fighting over who they go to. Ooh. So, um, whoever gets the widgets knows who won. But, but dun, what are dun, widgets? Dun. They are... We don't actually know? Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're semi-sentient voting tools. We, so we had a game designer on our show who created this overcomplicated, time-consuming system for voting. We used mm -hmm. to just vote, but he decided that we needed to actually game design it. And this was in a really early episode of our show. It basically changed the game into a time suck. Um, and <laughs> that creativity spawned these sentient wi widgets. Um, yep. They're, they're, they're semi-radioactive. You have to be really careful about exposing them to light because they can be unstable, um, but they, um, they will show up at whoever wins the game. So whatever you do, do not feed them after midnight. We're using these sentient beings as effective poker chips. Yeah. This seems abusive. <laughs> Uh, they also make really good uh, plant fertilizer. Well, it's, for all you know, you know, existence is painful and they don't mind. It, it's it's true. Wonderful. I would have to, I guess I'd have to see the widgets for my own eyes and get to talk to them. It would sure be a shame if I never got to meet them. Well, when well, we well, originally got them, they were calling themselves schmoes. So that makes sense. Maybe they're related to me seeks. Oh my God. Yep. Mr. Meeseeks, look at me. I, I, I am going to guess that Odin is the only one who oh. got my reference. Oh, you get the my shmoo? reference, Odin? For the hand of our bear shmoo? For the shmoo? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> He's not the only one. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, 
long as we're not going down the midichlorian route, I'm all good. Uh, don't don't you dare say the M word in my presence. <laughs> we have encountered midichlorians in the past with extramenstrual portal. So we'll have to right talk now, about Brian. that at some point. Well, all realities are real. Simultaneously. Yes. I don't I don't want to live on this planet anymore. So well, that's awesome. That means somewhere we, we're somebody else's widgets. We are 40 minutes into our show. That is pretty good for a seven episode for a seven host guest combination. Um, but now we are going to talk about our topic. Um, so YouTube is a site that has been around since 2005. It was eventually bought out by Google and it went and it blew up and went huge. Um, so there is a question I've been wanting to ask for a while. Um, um, no, Nat. Mm-hmm. I have never been a YouTuber. I've, I haven't, I've never asked Odin this question, but I want to ask someone who's new because it's probably more fresh to you. Okay. Um, what was it like to go through the process of becoming a YouTuber? Like, what was, was it intimidating? Was it easy? What was so, that? Yeah. Mine's an interesting case, and it's definitely not going to be the case for everyone. I'm going to try to keep this short because I could ramble on for about it for 45 minutes. I've, when I was like 16, 15, like, you know, right around when YouTube was blowing up, um, I, I wanted to do that. I was all, I was in high school. I was an actor already. I was doing every theater show. I was in chorus. I was in drama class and I love video games. Those are my two big passions. Put them together. You get modern day let's plays of performing while playing a video game. Now I, for Christmas, I got a capture card and a microphone and I went to town and it was awful. <laughs> like, I mean, just throwing <laughs> crap on the internet because I'm a 16 year old with a microphone. It wasn't great. But I never had this moment of like, let's do this. I'm going to take a chance with this. I was off and on for like seven years. I never fully committed. I never really got anywhere. But with my current channel back in June, I was just coming off of the end of my streaming. So I was, I was actually a professional streamer for about a year and a half under contract. And that was starting to go south. So I made a backup plan with YouTube. Streaming kept going south. And I jumped into the YouTube boat full on. You know, I took out a loan to make sure I could keep doing this as my full-time gig. And really, I it was my job. You know, I went full force into this with every belief that it could fail because it very well could have and still could. Uh, but you treat it with respect. You treat it like a job and you get out what you put in. And I've been very lucky. What was the original question? <laughs> I think you answered it. I was just sort of like, what was it like to become a YouTuber? Like, what was the process like? And yeah, yeah. Okay. That so was I guess a the... very deep answer. Thank you. Yeah. I guess I don't know what the process is because it's been a nine year process of very, just very fluid movement from platform to platform, content to content, video games to tabletop. It's been a lot. <laughs> And I can, you know, just wa watching the one video that I got to watch before, you know, we did this today, I can see your thespian roots definitely <laughs> in it because, you know, when, when you watch some YouTubers, yeah, they're giving you tons of great information, but they are not engaging or, or they're over, over engaging and it becomes mm -hmm. obnoxious to watch and it's not even worth watching. And I feel like you, you've really found a very good balance. And I can say the exact same thing for Odin because, you know, I, I watch Odin's videos with Amelia and, you know, it's very, it's educational and it's fun to watch, but it's also very entertaining. And you feel like you have like a connection with the person that you're watching because of that. So uh, I have to say kudos. 
Thank you. Yeah, I've I've always strived to apply because I went to uh, college for theater for sure. Um, so I've always strived to uh, apply that as best I can. Nice. Uh, switching it up, tossing the ball in Odin's direction. Oh, uh, sure. I'm actually pretty curious to hear, since you've been around a lot longer than me, you might have more experience with this. Have you ever had to deal with the infamous YouTube copyright system? A little bit. Not a whole lot. Um, the infamous YouTube copyright system. Um the biggest things that happened to me is I, I purchased some canned music from from a site that uh, their terms of service allowed me to use it perpetually because I purchased it. Well, the people who make this music put it on different sites in different places. And on occasion, uh, I will get a copyright strike notice because of this canned music that I have rights to use. And then I have to go through the whole thing of, no, I'm okay, I've got it. Uh, the biggest problem with that is... YouTube clamps down the first day I put out a video. 80% of the value of the video happens the first two or three days. And then it trickles from there on out. So they claim that everything is held in escrow and, and, and you'll get all of your value back from the views that you had once things are cleared. The last two times this has happened, this has not been the case. Are you serious? Yeah. And, that, and that's like, just, you know, that's Great. Uh, I, I bring it up on occasion on my live streams and people are always asking me, why don't I make guns? Well, because YouTube hates guns and they're not going to promote the videos to other people. So you're not going to get the, the advertising views from AdSense for doing this video, right? Yep, so yep, yep. imagine going to work for a week and not getting paid. Oh my and that's Lord. exactly what it's like. <laughs> so, so you're supposed to get your ad revenue back once the video is cleared? That is what the fine print says, yes. And, huh. and, I, and I believe that until I really paid attention to the uh, Aya Vagamoto video. And that went in specific because when I was building parts of it as a 3D print video, uh, the music just kind of played. So it had more of just the music playing. And um, they gave me a copyright strike for that. I had to submit a thing saying, no, I've got all the paperwork and I showed what I had. It takes 30 days because they get a chance to dispute it. But if they don't, then it just falls off in 30 days and you're supposed to be in the clear. 30 days later, it's like, hey, here's your 20 bucks. Almost literally. Jeez. <laughs> no, I had 10,000 views. It's more than 20 bucks. <laughs> Good Lord, that's brutal. Yeah. So that's, that's about it. Other than that, I have had a few things pop up where other people have used my content in their videos. And I just click, you know, take it down or else. And generally, it seems like it goes away. Uh, but I, I, that's, which that's a really simplified version of it, right? But I, I don't think I've seen too much of anything else. The, the biggest issue is, is the music. So definitely stay away from copyrighted music. That just sounds like a nightmare. Holy crap. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I watched uh, some video with a YouTuber. Well, she's more than a YouTuber. Lindsay Ellis, I think her name is, where she got into some big fight. I love her. Yeah, the the fight with the with the author and the writer. And, yeah, oh God, yeah. So, so she she got one of those too, and and I was like, huh, really? So then then working, you know, in the legal space that I do, I went, I need to know more about this. So I have access to the same like uh, legal resources that attorneys do. And uh, I went down a rabbit hole and <laughs> started trying to look at all the, the different things for it. And really what it boils down to is it boils down to, you know, uh, technology and information sharing has far outpaced what our legal system has been able to uh, 
catch up with. And oh, most definitely. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. That, that's a big <laughs> problem. The, uh, pre be prepared for a lot of legal battles in the future, especially with video game streamers. There's a lot yeah. of uh, there's a lot of gray areas with that happening. Yeah, there, there's a lot. I mean, so, um, yeah, I don't I don't know what it's going to look like in the future, but I really hope that it doesn't impact YouTube negatively because I'm not going to lie. It just in the last two years, uh, I have really gotten into YouTube. I, I before I didn't really pay much attention to it being, you know, of the older gen, I suppose. Uh, and, you know, I, I didn't really consume very much on YouTube. And I started watching, you know, a couple videos here and there. And now I, I spend more time watching YouTube than I do Netflix. So <laughs> it's true. And it's interesting because unlike something like Netflix, where it's just like point, I want to watch that movie play. You almost have to learn how to enjoy YouTube. You know, you have to find the right creators and learn when they upload or how to find the videos you want. It mm -hmm. interestingly does have a little bit of a learning curve. Yeah. And it did because people would be like, oh man, YouTube's great. There's so much great stuff on YouTube. And I'd go and I'd be like, yeah, but where, but what, <laughs> but like, how, like, what are you talking about? Because I'm, again, being older, I was used to, you know, getting into Netflix and going, oh, that looks interesting. Oh, that looks interesting. And with YouTube, it's, it's so vast and there's so much that, you know, they would have those like most popular videos or whatever. And they were always really stupid shit. And I was like, why, the, why, who watches this crap? And it, it took time to learn the system and find out how to find things that I was interested in. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if there's a video about it. <laughs> and I just started searching YouTube for it. So, you know, that's sure. it. My tangent's yeah. over. So I think it's time for Odin to ask Anthony a question. Oh, uh, I had a, I had a thought about that and now I'm listening away and totally forgetting any kind of question. Um, asking Anthony a question. Anthony is really in touch with a lot of the scandal in YouTube. If you really okay. want to, if you really want to dig in, I bet you he can give you a really good answer. Oh, that's I, a rabbit hole in itself. I know it's going to be something. I appreciate the primer, sure. So I got asked about copyright strikes. I only talked about it in in the minor sense because I've never actually gotten a full on strike. It's always been this like sensitive thing, like, eh, here's here's the thing, it'll go away. Can Anthony? Can you elaborate on this at all? In, in with any of the the drama that you know? Oh, he sure can. Um. So um, there obviously copyright strikes are are a thing. Um. Now, I, I used to have a pretty bad opinion about copyright strikes, but um, the latest president and some things he's he was pushing for, I'm not going to get into the political realm, has um, kind of made me realize that the copyright strike thing is kind of a good middle ground. And it's like YouTube trying to do their best in a really sticky situation because the other option that they could do would just be... Um, if you have anything up at all that isn't yours created, we will destroy your stuff and we will get rid of you. Um, and there are some politicians who are trying to pass a bill that is that, that basically um, any, any, if your stuff has anything copyrighted on it at all that isn't yours, you will be held financially uh, responsible and so will YouTube. And that would like kill YouTube. <laughs> that would just destroy it. So I think right. the copyright strike is a, is a, 
it's not perfect, but it's it's a good it, it's it's a good middle ground between like wild wild west. Everybody do whatever they want. Everybody steals whatever they want, and trying to uh, and the opposite side, which is basically like to hell with um, what's the word I'm thinking of? To hell with um, intellectual oh, property. <laughs> no, no, no. We're we're like um. The idea of like you you using copyrighted material, but you're transforming it. Uh, fair use. Uh, fair use. Oh, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, so yeah, I was going to say like a, you're talking about like the fair use, like after yes, after exactly. that after the person dies plus fifty years or ninety seven years, whichever is greater. Mm-hmm. No, 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 that's, that's public that's domain. Yeah, that's public domain. No, fair public use. Okay, fair use would be like what No Nat does, where he talks about. Pathfinder. Pathfinder yeah, technically, oh, right. Paizo could not sue me because I am giving my opinions, critiques, and using their content to teach uh, and like yes. satire and stuff. That is completely legal. So right. fair yeah. use protects NoNat, but like, let's say that this bill I was talking about gets passed, NoNat's channel would be gone, and possibly my channel. And possibly, oh, yeah, honestly, I, I hate to scare Odin you, Odin, but Odin's yeah. channel would be gone if yeah. things yeah. like this happen. So the YouTube copyright strike is not perfect, but it's, believe me, it could get way worse. It could be so much worse. Uh, people, oh, yeah. if you love your YouTube creators like Odin and Nonat here, please really pay attention to what your politicians are doing. There's a lot of politicians out there who um, really don't like YouTube because it's taking away viewers and money from a lot of other media sources that are paying them and paying for their campaigns. And they're doing a lot to crush these creators um so i'm not going to get too much into what i believe but like just pay close attention and be aware of what these people are going are doing to the people you like to watch and let that let that educate you when you go to vote um now of course the other problem of the copyright striking is some people can weaponize it but um I mean, no system's perfect. That's that's the biggest flaw with copyright strikes is it can be weaponized. And um, so, like uh, Erica was talking about the the um, with uh, Lindsay Ellis and the writing thing. Uh, from what I've seen of it, it looks like Lindsay Ellis was just criticizing an author for some pretty shitty stuff, and she copyrighted strike Lindsay back for like copyright blah 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 blah. And really, it was like no, that was fair use. She was just criticizing your writing. And so sometimes people use copyright strikes to shut down criticism. So yep. uh, it, it's good and bad. It's not perfect, but it's it's the best that YouTube can do in the moment. Then there's this whole thing with shady corporations using copyright strikes as a revenue stream. Oh, Nintendo is oh, notorious yeah. for this. Nintendo is super notorious for this. Oh, ni- yeah, no. Nintendo is really bad about this. Um, mostly probably because I think they have very different copyright laws over in Japan than we do here. So they have very different views and a culture around it than we do. So I don't know how much of it is Nintendo bad or how much of it is Japanese culture is not American culture. The, um, the one that I thought was really amusing was when Fox claimed that Tecmo Bowl was theirs. I don't even know what that is. So on Family Guy... They showed, they got permission to use the Tech Mobile video game from Nintendo Entertainment System and the Double Dribble um, Nintendo yeah, game. Double Dribble. So after the Family Guy episode came out, the YouTube algorithm claimed 
that anybody who posted anything from the Tech Mobile video game or the Double Dribble video game was ripping off Fox because Fox used it in Family Guy. What? Wow. That's so insane. And has that been held up in court and stuff? It they apologized, but it took a little while because <laughs> they they reacted to it with denial at first. But wow. it was it was um it was the algorithm that did it, but then YouTube wanted to protect Fox just in case. And so it took a little while for it to get corrected, but it was crazy when it happened. That sounds insane. That's that's pretty yeah, that's ridiculous. Because um, Fox is oh, really anal about things like Family Guy. And they it, it is their moneymaker, yeah. so but it was funny that they claimed to own something that wasn't theirs because they yeah. used it in their show. <laughs> if I have to imagine some wires got crossed and someone who's just never seen a video game before must have been like, that was in one of our episodes. That's ours, right? And the guy next to him happened to be like, yeah, that's ours. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm supposed to ask David a question now. Uh-oh. David, Theobald no. Third. Here's yes. my question. Okay. Have you ever considered making a YouTube channel? If so, what kind of channel would you make? Good there question. Was, there was a time uh, back in college when I was a proud member of the Cal State Long Beach Anime Club. When you're talking where, about being back in college, I was like, were you exploring yourself? That's a topic for a whole different episode. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I was a member of the Cal State Long Beach Anime Club, and for a while there, a few of us considered making a channel of just to highlight some of the hijinks and things that would get on in those meetings we went to because they were club meetings, but it was mostly just three hours of a whole bunch of nerdy friends getting together and hanging out while anime played on the wall. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. That's kind of like so, what we do. Yeah, kind of. So we threw that idea around a little bit way back in the early 2000s but uh no i was never too serious about it uh, let's see uh it's my turn now yes Ha-ha. that was a quick answer i was expecting a well, lot more discussion out of that yeah i, I kind of was too it david is, like, is my favorite person on the planet right. for going fast <laughs> i you know i get it be, let let me be the one to to deepen this this David subject. So that's one of the things a lot of people use YouTube for is they take their interest and create videos about their interest. I mean, Nonat did it, Odin did it. Um, I I think I can deepen the topic by saying if I was going to make a YouTube channel about my interest, I would probably make a juggling YouTube channel. That would be pretty cool, Brian. I think yeah. a, I think a channel where like every day you're just juggling a different object would be hilarious. I you know what's funny is that's good, exactly actually. what I was thinking. I was thinking no tricks, just like oh yeah, just like a one minute juggle. <laughs> like those like those channels where people watch someone eat. But it would yeah, just be me juggling a different thing every every episode. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, you know, maybe it's cans of cat food. I mean, Maybe there's a niche yeah. for it out there, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure that could hit 100,000 subs in a year or two. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just waiting for the Kittens and Chainsaws uh, video. That'd be a great one. <laughs> at the same time. Yes. Yeah, at the same time, exactly. No, I would, no I would juggle, survivors. Um, I would juggle Steve Martin's. Oh, there you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, yeah, it is, it is interesting when we talk about, you know, 
YouTube channels are almost always born out of hobbies and passions. Uh, when we've reached a point where YouTube is entering this interesting point where it's becoming much more of a business, you know, people don't make a YouTube channel just around their passion. They make a Minecraft YouTube channel because it'll make a lot of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's it's scary because and you can't disprove any of these because a lot of them will claim, oh, Minecraft's always been my passion. I've always loved this. And that's usually part of their personality. But with how many successful Minecraft channels are out there, you know that's not always the case. Mm. I would guess that you picked your topic to fill a niche and because you're into it. That, those are, are you, both correct. Are you yeah. accusing all the Minecraft streamers of being grifters, no Nat? Not all of them, only some. <laughs> and I honestly don't know enough of them to make any actual accusations. I just that know, because is... I mean, I've I've followed YouTubers for years uh, who would play Minecraft for like three years straight and be like, guys, look, the game's fun, but I've played it for three years. And then they move on to something else. And what's sad is their metrics plummet. Like, right. oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, actually, one of the YouTubers I watched so back, um, back to that Pokemon challenges things. He was responding to this other YouTuber who does Pokemon stuff, and he was talking about how he, uh, when he was first getting into YouTube and he wasn't big yet, he started doing Nuzlocks because Nuzlocks are very popular po Pokemon content, mm -hmm. and he hated it. He he literally hated it. It stressed him out. It made him feel uncomfortable. He was just he was he hated it. He was thinking about it outside of YouTube and it was making Ooh. him feel bad. And he did not like doing it. But he's like, I had to do it to get this to get the content, to get the views, to get the blah blah blah. Cause he's like, cause I wanted to make YouTube a career. When you hit that point, it, it's so hard to convince yourself otherwise, too, especially when you're dead set on that YouTube career goal. You're like, I'll do whatever it takes to get the views. I don't care what I'm doing. If it makes me popular, it's worth it. And it's such a scary mindset because right. no one can help you out of it but you, you know? Yeah. And the longer you do it, the more it will eat away at your sanity. And it can do some damage. Like, there are even days where I love what I do. And there are days I've been, you know, just laying in bed like i won't even realize it but then 20 minutes later i'll be like i just spent the last 20 minutes thinking about what the next 12 videos i want to make are i need to take a step back and relax which also comes with youtube being work from home you know my work and where i sleep are 30 steps away from each other and that can get really scary in the headspace yeah and then well and then another big part of the youtuber thing is the social media stuff so like you're always on you're never off. You're never not working. You've always got to yep. be checking your Twitters, your Facebooks, your Instas. Your you always have to be on. Mm -hmm. And it's yep. it's rewarding. Like I'm I'm just reaching the point. I've just because of this whole spike and everything. Um, I'm just reaching the point where I pretty much need to mute my phone. Otherwise, if I leave it like on, it'll kind of just keep going. Like whether it be a Twitter post or my Discord or a YouTube comment or something, something's always happening. And I, especially the last two or three days, I'm finally like pushing myself. Like I need to step away for a few hours because especially when my, my big video dropped on Tuesday and it kind of blew up, I spent the next 24 hours effectively just YouTube, refresh, read the comments, Reddit, refresh, read the comments, Twitter, refresh, read the comments back to the start. And yep. it was fun. It was cool, but it's already starting to get to me. Like I can't just do this. I've actually gotten less work done lately because of it because I'm getting so wrapped up in the results that it's distracting me from the actual work itself. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. No I, I hear that. No worries. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Erica. Yeah. Uh, what YouTube channel is the first one you always check when you open up the page? Oh. Mm. No, you not think? ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't have to check Odin's because I'm on Hold on. Right. Hold on. <laughs> that is the first time a guest has ever done an Erica impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay, God. Erica, go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. That was pretty oh. good. It was good, I have to say. Um, well, I don't oh, have to check the because right. I'm on the Discord. I know all the things that are popping. Um, was that, and I put things out at 10 a.m. Uh, Wednesday, my time, every freaking week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Odin video. Yep, so, that's clockwork. Gosh, um, I there's one um so i would i would have said so so i kind of talked about this before um one of the things amelia and i are sharing together is is watching these phasmophobia videos um and people playing the game and there's two people we watch there's insum and vintex so i always check to see if there's a new video um, because I, if, you know, Amelia's, you know, if it's during the week, you know, I can be like, well, Amelia, you get your schoolwork done. We'll sit down and watch that video together, you know, as like a reward system for her. Um, but for things that are outside of that, I usually watch, um, I'm really into this biography channel right now. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's been around for a while. But I always love like learning random things. So I watch that or he has a geography biography thing about different places in the world. Uh, and I'm watching uh, a channel about learning Gaelic because I'm trying to learn Gaelic. So I'd say it's kind of like checking phasmophobia videos to, to set up some time with Amelia, making sure I watch my Gaelic daily videos so that I can learn more it's very very hard gaelic is really hard um and then just history stuff like sometimes okay here's a good example so i start watching or not watching um i learned about the fight with wizards of the coast with the people that uh created Dragonlance, right oh yeah so I read about I read that article and I was like, I have read a ton of fantasy books, but I honestly have never really dove into Dragonlance like from the beginning. So I started uh, listening to that to Dragonlance, the autumn twilight dragon one, the first one. Mm -hmm. And awesome. I was I was like, I'm immersed in it. <laughs> I'm so immersed in it that I started wondering more about like Kryn and like the different things so I looked up on YouTube you know like the history of Kryn and stuff like that so that I would be able to better understand what's happening because even though I know it's the first book a lot of things they haven't fleshed out yet but they allude to so that I'm not sure so I'm like well I want to make sure I'm understanding everything that's going on so I'll like dive into that Does, is that I think I answered it yeah, that's good. Yeah, I <laughs> I have to say, Erica, um, 
Dragonlance, though those particular books, the the Chronicles, mm-hmm. um, my first D and D books, really, my first D and D novels, yeah, the um, they are fantastic, and I got to meet um, um, Tracy, uh, what's his last name, David Tracy, is it Hickman? I don't know why. You yeah, Margaret. Me? I don't know. You're a D&D person. <laughs> Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman. I got to meet Tracy Hickman at Gen Con. Oh, nice. I, was, I totally fanboyed out. See, my first D&D books were by J.R.R. Tolkien. And uh, <laughs> it was The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. That's yeah, not see, that a D&D was... book. I beg to differ. <laughs> yeah, see, that that was my thing. Like, I, I reread all of those books, like, at least once a month. I read them every year, just... Randomly. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I love The Hobbit, but I couldn't stand Fellowship of the Ring, honestly. Oh, the movies were good. With you. The books I also are... love The Hobbits. <laughs> oh, it's such a good book. I mean, I, The Hobbit pissed me off. They took a book that was shorter than all the oh, other the ones movies. and I made three movies yeah. out of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I I can't even get through the movies. I've never actually seen them. There the, goes my the original right there. Movies either. The original trilogy of the uh, the ones that Peter Jackson did are great. I don't know. I like the cartoons from like the seventies. Oh, Those yeah. are fun in their own way. <laughs> I, I I think that the Lord of the Rings cartoon was pretty bad, but I like the Hobbit. Yeah, right. I like the Hobbit cartoon a lot. Where there's a whip, there's a way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. I I reread them in. I I kind of wish I was joking like monthly because for me, oh, wow. For me, that's like super soothing. Because I know the story and sometimes I just need to zone out and I just start, you know, because, oh. yeah, the movies are great, but I start rewatching not the movies, but like, you know, that the characters that I've put in my mind, I guess. What, so, is, Tom, what is Tom Bombadil wear? No, 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 no. Uh, Tom Bombadil. No, don't start this because, <laughs> because now that I know this. We are going to do an episode where the topic is Lord of the Rings trivia. I was okay, going to fine. say that before fine. you asked that question. Fine. Withdrawn. Yes. <laughs> um, Erica, I think your question is for me. So we yes. can close the loop. Yes. So, Brian, you're even older than me. And I was late to this YouTube game. But I think you were in it before I was. What got you into YouTube? I actually didn't get into YouTube Till around 2012, I um, just I I got into um, it was basically so I was on a podcast called No Direction. Um, I was their Pathfinder Questions guy for Pathfinder Society Questions, and I. Um, started watching YouTube when they went live on YouTube and started really getting into YouTube. Um, I'm a bit of a, um, I'm a time geek. I'm a bit of a productivity geek. I try to make everything efficient and I use an RSS feed reader to keep track of all my YouTube stuff. And I categorize them into have to watch, maybe watch because it's fun to watch gaming videos, stuff like that. So, um, I also have friends of the podcast, um, where and then some people occupy multiple categories so like right now nonat is in my pathfinder videos so i watch his pathfinder videos when they pop up in my feed reader but i usually watch those once a week but then i have must watch which i watch every time which is sort of my guilty pleasure videos my must watches um 
my must watch is um, Fine Brothers Entertainment. I really like watching reaction videos <laughs> because they help me find other things on YouTube. And that leads me to adding more things to my list. Um, so the feed reader I use is called Feedly and you can put any RSS feed into it. It's just feedly.com and you log into it with a Google account. I like any site that uses single sign-on. Uh, but like I have a movies category that has Cinefix, CinemaSin, Cinema Wins, How It Should Have Ended, Mr. Sunday Movies, The Film Theorists. And then I have a music thing that has a lot of big band stuff because I like big band music. And then I have Pathfinder, which has no direction, Dice Stormers, No Nat Ones. Uh, I have different categories for all of my hobbies. So I got into YouTube a bit late, but when I got into it, I got into it as you do with literally everything you yes. do yeah so I log I, on. everything you do so yeah long story short i keep an organized list of all the youtube i watch i add to it every single day i take stuff off of it every single day and but it's good because sometimes i can let videos marinate for a while and then come back to them i can keep up with the ones i watch all the time um and yeah Epic Rap Battles of History is another one that's on there. I mean, I think I have 90 different things on there. Damn. Um, so, and it's probably more. I, I, I have, and, and it keeps track of which ones I've watched. So they, they go off after I've watched them. And then I can go turn the filter off and, and go back to older videos. It keeps the list. So like Nonat, you're in the Pathfinder group. I can look in the Pathfinder group, find Nonat, look at all my unwatched videos, and then I can click the little button that says all videos and then go back and like be like, oh, what about this old video? Because I'm gonna play a fighter. I wanna watch Fighter 101 again. So I'll go back and watch it. So yeah, um, I have been very, very successful with keeping up with channels I like. And then there are other channels like there's this, um, um, there's this uh, music group called Wintergotten that did a really, really viral video a long time ago called The Marble Machine. Um, they made a musical machine, clockwork musical machine that plays music I've with marbles. Those, yeah. And he has been working on a permanent portable version of the machine for years now. I don't watch any of those videos, but I do check his channel to see if it's done yet. So having an organizational system is really great for that kind of thing. It also lets me keep up with my news and lets me keep up with my the people I like. And it also helps me keep up with the people that we have been keeping up with on the podcast. So I can actually watch Odin's videos instead of pretending I have when he's on the show. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I you were going to admit it, but all right. Hey. So, use, um, so I'm sure you guys know Philip DeFranco and yes, you beautiful bastards. Yeah. Philip to who? <laughs> I think I've seen like two of his videos. Anthony ever. literally told me about Philip DeFranco. I oh, have no he? idea who you're talking about. So <laughs> that's oh, Harry, yeah, Harry Osborne's son from Spider Man, right? He so he's been, I guess he's been doing it like since YouTube started or whatever. Um, but I find new videos and new things watching his show because he does a segment of like uh, things he loved today or something like that. And it's always fun and different things. And so I've actually kind of 
springboarded off of that to find different things to expand what I watch. So I enjoy I enjoy watching Philip DeFranco a lot. Well, that's what's interesting is that YouTube is growing cyclical in the fact that there is so much YouTube now that there are successful YouTube content creators who just talk about other YouTube content creators. Like that is their entire channel. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's their whole thing. And it works for them. Our most listened to episodes are episodes that we do on YouTube and episodes that we do on other podcasts. Oh, good. So I'm going to get the most publicity out of this one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I told you before, we made Odin the man he is today. We absolutely. <laughs> we, um, when we met Odin, Odin had. A, no, I'm going to save this for the bonus episode. I'm not going to talk That's about fine. this now. I will save Ooh, it for the bonus episode. Bonus episode. Behind can the scene content. So can I? Is, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Anthony. I was going to, well, I was going to ask a really big question. This is more for like everyone to be an open discussion thing. So if you have anything important, Brian, go ahead and I'll wait. I am going to wait until you have your turn because we're, we're not out of time yet, but we have time for a few more questions. So yeah. I'm going to explain to Nonat what happens on the second round. Got it. And then we will continue. So okay. Nonat, it's- I am going to ask you a question, but instead of doing the round robin, you can ask any question to any other YouTuber, um, any other host or guest. Okay, so Odin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Precise 13 shoe. Now, yeah, so uh, after I ask you a question, you can ask any question uh, uh, to any of us since you've all gotten a chance to know us, so it is the time to change things up. So, Nonat, the question I want to ask you is, um, what kind of videos do you watch on the platform? I'll be honest, it is pretty much 95% Let's Play videos. I, even now, I still adore video games. I, I'm usually playing a video game with a video of someone playing a video game on my second monitor, and that's how I relax. You know, Me it's too! Funny. <laughs> it's funny that you say that, because in the last three weeks, I gave up watching Let's Play videos. That's weird. <gasps> they're not the best content you know like they're i I, they become like like heroin for me i can just sit and not do the things i'm supposed to be doing and i just recently started a new hobby that i can't share (laughs) um that does occupy some extra time so 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 you quit them because you needed the time, not because you wanted to. It was I, I kind of felt my soul leaving my body a little bit. I also gave up all video gaming that I felt was not productive. Right. Um, you lost me. Right. Mm. Um, for Ryan, example, I are you stopped cooking Beth. I stopped playing Slay the Spire because oh. it was starting to eat my soul a little bit. Did you ever play with mods enabled? I played with all the mods. Yes. Did you play as Sneko? <laughs> I did. I played the I played the animator known at. Oh. I played every combination of anime shows on the animator. When I know you, how you feel, Brian. I know how when you, feel. you have yes. a podcast episode all about Slay the Spire, bring me back. I, 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 we might do an episode where it's just you and me talking about Slay the Spire. Okay, and I'm I, down. It, it'll just and be penciling that in. <laughs> yeah, it'll be me going, me going. Yeah, that mod 
Yeah, yeah, that mod wasn't that fun. <laughs> uh, Remember that run with twelve clash cards. <laughs> I played the um, the bandit mod, where you're you have you're basically playing. You have a board game on the top of the screen, and you're going around the board in addition to get extra effects in addition to the cards that you have. Oh, there are so many mods for that game. I also burned out on um, Monster um, Train. Yeah, that's that's very similar to Slay the Spire. I thought you were going to say Monster Hunter at first. No. Um, I, <laughs> that's a fun game, too. You I know, but I didn't give up video games. Um, I I started playing um, Baldur's Gate again. I started playing okay. Planescape Torment again. You played and, Divinity? Um I don't have a good card for it right now. Oh, it's such a good game. It's it's the best version of video oh, game D and D ever. I, yeah, I I I murdered my 1080 Ti. So I I'm running off integrated graphics right now. But um, yeah, I I I very much cut back on my unproductive video game time, and that included videos. It included Slay of the Spire, included Hearthstone, Monster Train, just. Games that I would just sit at and just waste time. I'd, it's, it's fair. Any game that I looked at my clock and it was five, and then I started playing the game and looked at my clock and it was nine. <laughs> those are the best games. Yeah. Yeah, um, are. <laughs> and, you know, it has let me put more time into the podcast. It has let me put more time into my new house that I just got. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, interestingly, on that same subject, when... I recently got back into like hardcore gaming because I, I did I did video game live streaming. So I actually kind of got averse to video games because it was work for so long. And then a few months later, I picked them back up and started playing these, you know, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. long games. And I've actually found they've made me more productive. Like I lose all these hours to the game, but I come out so refreshed and ready with new ideas like, I specifically don't play the game where it's the same thing over and over again. Like, I don't play Slay the Spire as much as I used to. But these long story-based games like Yakuza or I played Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And they just feed my creativity in a way that I don't really get from anything else. Have you played no. all the Yakuza's? I have actually only played the newest Yakuza. Ooh. Yep. You should look at the older ones. They are I a lot of fun. plan to. Um, but moving things along with another question, um, Erica, yeah, interesting question for you. Uh, so you mentioned uh, spending time with your kids and even watching like video game videos with your kids mm -hmm. in modern day. Where is your stance on like the modern version of TV rots your brain? You know, with YouTube being a lot of kids, modern day TV, do you do you limit it? Do you let them watch whatever they want? Do you clear what they want? I'm curious. Uh, yeah. So I have never been a person that thought that television rotted your brain. Okay. I think, I mean, because that's what I was told when I was growing up. Same. And I was like, <laughs> right. well, that's bullshit because I learn all sorts of shit. So I, I don't in that aspect, I don't limit what they watch. Um, I do check what they watch. So um, I try to make things as educational as possible. Um, and I don't mean like super boring educational stuff, but um, like my youngest, right? Um, yeah, we could watch, you know, Boss Baby. And she likes Boss Baby, but there's no 
educational value to Boss Baby. So I try to balance that with stuff like Team Umizoomi or um, Peppa Pig or any of those that not not just educational learning like, you know, like like language and mathematics and stuff, but also like emotional education for them. Because I think a lot of, I mean, especially right now where nobody can see anybody, right? There, there are, there are things that they need to understand about emotional intelligence that I think can come through in a lot of like cartoons and stuff like that. Um, my oldest, however, I have to very carefully watch what she is consuming because Brian in his brilliance, and I'm saying <laughs> that with dripping sarcasm, <laughs> uh, introduced her to YouTube before I was ready for her to be introduced to YouTube. And she seems to think that YouTube is a free-for-all that she can watch whatever she wants and blah, 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 blah. And so I very closely monitor what she's doing and she hasn't figured out how I do it yet um, because she thinks that she can like clear her history and I'm not going to know. But, you know, there are ways around that. So (laughs) it's one of those things where sometimes I'll walk by And I check in with my kids probably every 15, 20 minutes during the day, make sure they're not dead uh, (laughs) and that they're not doing something that they're not supposed to be. And sometimes I walk in on something or I'll stand in the other room and I'll listen to what she's watching and I'll be like, hey, did I approve that? And she'll be like, no. And I'm like, why do you think that this is a helpful thing for you to watch? I don't know. It seemed funny. Well, no, no, it's not. It's actually very bad. So no, you can't watch that. Uh, and in addition to that, I have a rule with her that for every for every 30 minutes of something that she watches, that's just fun. Like she loves to watch Five Nights at Freddy's videos and Phasmophobia oh videos and, and Minecraft videos and stuff like that. She has to watch something educational of her choice. It doesn't matter what it is, as long as it is educational in some way, whether that be emotional intelligence, learning about psychology, learning about the sciences, math, history, social studies, whatever it is that she is interested in, as long as it is educational to some degree. So I try to balance those two things. So I hope that answers it. (laughs) I like that. No, I think I respect that a lot. So I also have my internet locked down to where she she really can't get anything super bad although it was really funny because i went and visited my sister this summer and i left the kids with my husband um and while i was gone she you know being 13 decided that she was going to watch videos about how to get boys to notice you and stuff like that that's a dangerous rabbit hole on the internet oh my god yes boy so she doesn't understand that i have the youtube account that she watches because it is not on the same one as mine or there was i'd have a bunch of bullshit on my youtube account which i couldn't deal with um i have it linked to my email address so that i can flip back and forth between them and see what's going on so while i was gone she thought she'd get super clever and (laughs) i called her dad i was like get amelia on the phone (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, I can feel oh, wow. the fear. <laughs> and she has, you know, because because as of this moment right now, I know more about technology than she does. At some point, she will surpass me. But I know more about how to use it and how to keep track of things and how to, you know, not get viruses. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff that she hasn't quite figured out yet. So she thinks I am like some omnipotent being. <laughs> Ride that wave as long as you can. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I absolutely am. If oh. her skills ever outstrip you, just unleash Uncle Brian on the network. Oh, I will. <laughs> I absolutely will. Man. So, so Odin. Yes. I have a question for you because I think okay. it's my turn now. Um, so you do like all this like amazing stuff. I mean, to me, it's amazing. I'm not a... Um, mechanically inclined creative individual mood so I, I very much enjoy watching <laughs> your stuff and going yeah yeah totally i never thought you could do that you know stuff like that okay. what is it about your passion that made you want to make it full time because some people you know you have a passion and then you try to make it a business and then you're like burnt out and you're like well fuck i don't want to keep doing this Right. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Um, what is it? Basically, my YouTube channel, m- much like Nonat and, and probably Brian's project that he's got some sort of weird end, personal NDA on. Um, <laughs> what, what I do on YouTube is always what I was doing to entertain myself when I wasn't working. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, I've, and I've done that for years. Uh, that that I've, I've, I've had tons of unfinished projects, still have lots of unfinished projects in the garage uh, because I enjoy the process of creating. I enjoy imitating uh, stuff that I see in pop culture. But when I just did it to entertain myself, when I finished the problem-solving pro- part of it, it just became work to finish it so the project wouldn't get finished. I'd move on to something new that was exciting because there's some new hurdle. Um so what, what made that transition into YouTube? Uh, I've always enjoyed working on productions and doing kind of the same thing, wanting to do stuff with videos, working with uh, local filmmakers, working, I was actually working at PBS for a while, uh, the local PBS station, not corporate. Um, I, was an, I was the art director for a YouTube channel called Smosh for about five years because they were shooting here in Sacramento where Wait, I'm Seriously? At. Yeah, seriously. Whoa. Totally would. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Go uh, ahead. Sorry. That's that's okay. Uh, yeah, there's there's lots of uh, stuff in there that I, I'm in a lot of the behind the scenes uh, videos for for a little while. I, I was I was there about a year before they introduced the new cast with all the new kids coming in, and then for three or four years after they were there. Um, so right in that area. Um, during that time, the same company owned another uh, channel called DIY Prop Shop, which was doing what I'm doing now, but they needed a guest host. So I did that. And then much like Nonat was saying, I could see that kind of going down the drain that they were headhunting out of it, that it was, it was, it was losing what it was doing. So I quickly started my own channel to keep doing it because I was enjoying it. It wasn't something I intended to make be my only job, but it grew to such a point that going to work was actually costing me money on the YouTube side. It became this choice of I can stay at what should be the steady job and it's never going to grow from where it's at. Or I can jump over to YouTube and take a hit for the first little bit. Then it became a big hit because COVID. Uh, But it should grow bigger than where I'm at currently with both. 
Is that did I answer the question or did I wander off too much in the weeds? <laughs> oh no, that's I want to add a little bit of depth to that because no okay, one doesn't sure. know you. Okay. Um, the day job you you left was an yes. Emmy award winning job. Uh, yes, I was, I, was an, I was an editor at PBS, the local PBS station. And at this point in time, I have four edi- uh, Emmys for video editing. So I'm a multi Emmy award winning video editor. Uh, I'm, I'm a YouTuber with, uh, with the, the silver play button. And, and I've also made myself a foam play button when I hit 500,000 subscribers. Nice. Oh, that, was a good, that was a That's good video. Awesome. That was a good video. <laughs> okay. And, but Odin. Yeah. Are you aware that on Smosh Wiki, the words penis phone appear on your description? Yeah, I built the penis phone. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, there, there was this thing they wanted to do with, uh, it was a dildo phone. There was, it was a legitimately a real dildo phone that like out of Japan or out of Korea or one of those. And they wanted to make a joke with it. So I made a flip phone and had made uh, a penis head on, on the base portion of it, right? So you could flip it open and it's a phone and then you close it up and oh, look what it is. Um, yeah, I, I made that prop. And if you look at uh, video game items are real, there's one that has the, the, the penetrator from Saints Row the Third. I know exactly I what you talked as about. Well. Yeah, wow. and it's great because everything in, in, in Smosh, I've actually got it here in my shop. Uh, it's one of the few Smosh props I kept. Um, <laughs> everything on the Smosh shell, whenever that comes up, is totally pixelated because he can't show it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, one of the cyberpunk uh, props I was looking at doing was Sir Falastaff. Because I thought, oh, this would be great. Because you start building it, and at a certain point, you're going to have to pixelate it. But you, you can work your way up to that point. And then the entire rest of the video is just pixelated because you can't see it, right? That's funny. That is a, oh, good, that is a good iconic idea. That is a great idea. Can you, if I come across anything else, Odin, that I think would be really great, I'll let you know because I've been playing a lot. What would okay. be a great thing to make would be a pixelated version of the prop because that way somebody can – have the pixelated prop at a con <laughs> and be right. like, and then tell people what it is. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's actually really clever. Like the people who walk around as Sims with the right. brick of pixels. Oh, with yeah. A, yeah, exactly. You That's can make awesome. retractable mantis blades that you can detach people's arms. Yes. Uh, this, this has come up from a couple of my other cosplay friends. Oh, didn't make this. And that was actually one of the things I was really looking at. It's like, how am I going to do this within the time frame that I got? And, and not make it look like I've just stuck forklifts on the end of my arms. Uh, <laughs> because if you, the way the Mantis blades work, um, your arms totally open up and the blades come out, which I'm not willing to cut my arm off to make a Mantis blade to, no in, in place of it. Yeah, no commitment at all. <laughs> uh, it's still totally doable, but it was just the time frame that I give myself, I didn't feel like it was doable. Yeah, you so, have to make a hell of an appliance. Right. And then technically, you got to make two of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not only do you got to do it once but you need a pair i i you think props props that replace limbs are kind of cool they make it look like your limb is replaced i always thought that was kind of neat like where they create a like when they do prosthetics in uh, movies to make it look like someone's missing an arm but their arm is actually like all tucked into it right uh, uh furiosa was one of my favorites although that has mm-hmm. a digital aspect to it still they did a really good job with that um, from uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I I don't know how they did the gun in in um Planet um uh, uh the what was that in um I can't, oh my god my brain is dying um I I feel you <laughs> that Quentin Tarantino um Grindhouse oh, the, oh. Tar- yeah 
Right. Planet Terror. Wow. You know, that's yeah, one of the few I haven't one. seen. Yeah. Yeah. The, the lead gun. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm sure it was a combination. I, I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's a combination of your classic pirate where uh, yeah. her leg is tucked behind her and with a green sock, you know, Lieutenant Dan style. They um, literally put an assault rifle as a prosthetic. Right. I've yeah. seen the, I've seen the, I've seen images, but I haven't seen the movie. Which can be said about a lot of the props you've made. It is true. I, I am not 100% fan or 100% verse. I shouldn't say fan. I don't hate any of the stuff that I've made, but I'm not 100% verse on all the stuff that I make because I, I let my viewers suggest what it is they want, want me to make and, and what they want to see. And so sometimes I have to go Google what they're talking about. <laughs> there, you know, one of the things about this episode is when we brought up the idea, Odin was talking about the early days of streaming video that predated YouTube. But unfortunately, we're out of time. And he's oh. going to have to share that with us on the bonus episode. I could do that. So um, since we are out of time for topic, we move on to Tales from the Extra Dimensional Portal, where we talk about the science fict fiction technology that we actually have, that this podcast actually possesses the well, ability to travel. Well, we still have the portal device. I'm just missing my console because of something that Erica's, um, what, three-year-old? Uh, I mean, there's no confirmation on that, but I have my sus suspicions. For well, sure. I know that the extra-dimensional portal has some kind of recall function, but I don't have the ability, the technical ability. I've looked through the manuals we have received from the doctor in the past, but it doesn't have information on how to recall the console. So well, you call yourself IT. I. You know, have you had Odin take a look at it? He seems like he knows his stuff. The thing exists in multiple places, times, and dimensions at the same time. It's a little beyond my stage of thinking. But we've had contact with the doctor before. We have a way to contact the doctor with the console. But since we don't have the console, I have downloaded the Tor Onion browser and have been going on the dark web. Oh God, no, That's Brian! Some no. Shady stuff, man. I I am huh. beyond. I am beyond several VPNs. <laughs> I am bounced many times. That still I, might not be enough. Do any I, of these VPNs at least sponsor you? I am. This, in... this podcast sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> this uh, this uh, podcast. Uh, this podcast. Plug, I use NordVPN. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored <laughs> by. Um, Extra dimensional VPN, which we received um, from other technical services that we have obtained through our extra dimensional portal. Uh, no, that, it's sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Well, our extra dimensional <laughs> VPN was enforced. We were told we had to use this by the um, the extra dimensional um, association, the regulatory association that controls extra dimensional devices that has been getting in the way of some of our use of the device. But I digress. I have gone on the dark web because we, the doctor reached out to us, to us before, but we have no way to reach out to her. So I have been posting looking for a Russian doctor. Um, okay. Well, I figured that, that would be the way to do, do you it. Have right? any results so, that aren't also you're posting that? these on the dark web. Right. Well, yeah, that's the way to do it, right? I You're mean, you don't want to just go on the doctors, man. Well, I have gotten some, but I'm thinking you still that, have both your kidneys, right? Well, while I don't have the console, uh, how, I do have some indicator level? lights, 
And since I have done this, some of the indicator lights have gone off on the portal. So I think that something will happen eventually. Well, I, I mean, what, what kind of indicator lights are we talking about? It, there is a red blinking light, a green blink, blinking light. Have you changed Actually, the batteries? I think, I think that might be the <laughs> indicator light that Santa Claus has contacted us. But um, <laughs> no, has, has your black I mean, indicator light started blinking black yet? My black, <laughs> my black indicator light has turned into a mushroom. Oh. That's not a good sign. What? Wait, what kind of mushroom? Hmm. Yes. A, um, a mushroom connected to the fungal network that that goes to all space and time. But can you put it on a pizza? Not this particular mushroom. You can't you feed put it a to Mario and on make him big. Oh my god. So, what is that sound? Does everybody else hear that? It sounds like an accordion being played without music. Or like an attitude piano being hit with a hammer? Ooh. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, Ooh. Yeah. there it is. That's yeah, that sound so that I hear. Ah! What is it? Who? Wait a uh, second. Who is that? Oh, not you again. Oh, what is oh wrong with doctor, you? I'm glad. There, you know, this big red box just appeared in my... Do you know what kind of fucking for... idiot you are? What? Why are you on the dark web? What, what, what the fuck is wrong with you? And what do you mean you've is lost Is this the doctor it? from the dark web? This is this is the I... doctor. This is the only doctor we've met. Is anyone else seeing this too? Or is this oh, I see thing? it. I, I'm seeing it. I, I I thought classically the doctor had a blue box. Why is this one red? Mm. Oh. Or am I just like pop culture brain? What what is wrong with you? What, uh, I can't even. Did you read the manual? Well, it's not English. I don't read that weird language. I've been looking at the pictures. <laughs> You don't weird language. It's just acrylic. You don't read it. <laughs> you didn't even use the translator device that I gave you. You gave me a translator device. She gave oh, you a translator device. Of, what is? Oh, I can't. I can't even with you. You. Why do you even have this? How did you even get this? We talked You're about so that inept. before. You know, there was a thing that happened when we started the podcast, and then we had it. Ah, uh, yes, the thing. <laughs> we don't talk this about is the thing. <laughs> So you have lost the console device and you've lost the translator. You still have the book? Well, I moved from my apartment to this new house. Uh -huh. and I still have the book. So I never moved... had the translator. I I don't even you know what you're talking about. You moved places on the same plane and you can't keep track of something. It whenever I logged into the into our um Skype call, it appeared okay. and now and That's we... what you're using. Well, we're using Zoom now, but the when we moved, even when we were using Skype, the console was just gone. Everybody else has their stuff. Like David still has his engineering platform. Erica still has what she has, except that her daughter started teleporting around the house and getting yeah, really, really that's smart. True. That did happen. That did happen. You guys are fucking idiots. Hey, what do I have to do with this? Well, Wait I don't know you. I, I just assume you're an idiot. You're you're conversing with fucking idiots. Apparently, oh, you're uh, idiot by proxy. Okay, sure. Uh, I can take that. But hey, does yeah. that make you an idiot? Uh, me or her? No, no, her. No, oh. that makes me the person trying to sort out the fucking idiots. Well, you're conversing with idiots by your logic. That's idiot by proxy. I'm just saying. <laughs> the idiot, the idiocracy is spreading. So okay, okay. I need to, I need to have everybody focus here, doctor. Mm-hmm. 
You said what? you gave me a translation device. I got a book. Where is the translation device? If you read the book, you would see that the translation device is on the back of the console. There is a compartment on the back. You have to put in the code. It comes out. You're able to translate all of it. Do you not fucking pay attention? <laughs> I'm not going to get into the fact that I couldn't have read the book without the translation device. And I didn't know where the translation device I is because I couldn't you, read the book. I told you what page to look at. It's a series of combinations that is on the back of the console. And now you've misplaced the console. Now I've got to save your ass. Is that what you're asking me? Yes, please. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> oh, give me a moment. If you're going somewhere, can you get me some chips or some soda or something? <laughs> there. I've gone ahead and programmed it to come back to you. This is fucking ridiculous. Don't call me again. Okay. The, the soda. So this doctor doesn't make house calls? Okay, so... very nice. I don't like her very much. Well, Get me the uh, soda. I mean, to be fair, she's got a point. I just want to say that this is a different console. <laughs> this is kind of awesome looking. Well, does it have the stuff on the back that she said? It has... Open this, you fucking idiot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least she labeled it. <laughs> well, it was very nice of her, considering how much she doesn't like us. Well, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to look at the book more. I'm going to do that in between episodes, and then we'll get back to this next time. We'll, we'll talk about what I found. I, I'm really interested in this. Um, so inside a compartment in the back of the console, there is... I can, it's, it's really hard to visually describe. It's, it's like, it's like um, a scale. Like if you took a scale from a fish or a, a reptile or something, but when I hold it over the book, it translates it into English. Well, that's good. So it's going to be like line by thing. line. And just so we're clear, there's no chips or soda in the compartment. No, I don't think so what good is this doctor all right <laughs> right <laughs> although wait there is a mini fridge in engineering that wasn't here before i Ooh, think so giving us upgrades that's i'm not like i'm her. not going to open that all right <laughs> <laughs> so um now that we are at the end of our show after we have talked about our actual reality warping device that we actually have um um, we move on to letting our guests promote the stuff that they would like to promote. Um, Nonat, your newest guest, so feel free. What do you want to promote? Uh, I should have prepared something. Uh, <laughs> obviously, the big <laughs> one is you can subscribe to me at youtube.com slash nonatones, N-O-N-A-T-1-S. Uh, exact same on Twitter, twitter.com slash nonatones. Those are the two big ones. Uh, you want to plug your Patreon? Uh, if you'll have me, sure. I mean, I'm known at ones also on Patreon. I have various different tiers. Um, keep an eye on eye out. I wouldn't pledge any time in the next few weeks. There's a lot of stuff being changed and mixed around. There's some new tiers will be coming out with some new projects. But I mean, if you still want to, I won't stop you. Uh, I do have some some goals, some new like Patreon goals at the bottom of the page. That once they're met, some pretty interesting stuff is on the horizon. So, uh, yeah, thank you. And if people want to reach out to you, how do you do that? Uh, honestly, the easiest way is either through Twitter, uh, direct messages. My direct messages on Twitter are currently open 
until I regret it. We'll see. Um, and then <laughs> you can also join my Discord server, which is in the description of every single one of my YouTube videos, um, where I have a whole community who's willing to answer questions. And you can also private message me on Discord as well. I will definitely have to do that. I'm I'm currently involved in a Pathfinder 2e game, and I have a lot to share and a lot to ask. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah. The community is cool. super welcoming, super nice, and usually really quick to answer, even if I'm not around. Um, cool. And the last... In our in our bonus episode, I'll tell you about the game I'm in right now. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Uh, and the last way to reach me, if you really want to get like direct, like very professional in contact with me, is just a uh, nonatonesyt at gmail.com. Provided Google is up and running. Provided there is no outing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Odin, I know you love to promote. Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi. Um, absolutely. Uh, I have a YouTube channel called Odin Makes, which is going to be youtube.com slash Odin Makes, or odinmakes.com is actually redirects to my YouTube channel currently until such time as I get around to actually making a website. Uh, I'm Odin Makes on Instagram, and that's probably one of the better ones. I'm, I'm more active on that than any other social media platform. Uh, I've got an Odin Makes, uh, Odin Makers. Uh, Facebook group that that is very active that I so uh, much fun check on. so much fun uh, I also have a discord that is actually one of the tiers for my my patrons so uh, it is a it's a very fun discord even though they well spoilers for things sometimes right well that, that was a first and that was like oh, I know come on, guys I'm just I'm just bitter about it it's fine <laughs> right I would be too I um, have two words I'll for do. you Odin Ban hammer. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to ban one of the most active members on my Discord. No, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, see, I've also there. I have a Reddit page, R Odin makes, and that is literally my Reddit handle, Odin underscore makes. So. It shouldn't be hard to find me. <laughs> awesome. I, I'm, I'm not terribly creative on on on, on what my you know, usernames are. <laughs> so so I'm just going to quickly say this was a fantastic episode. It was nice to have Odin and Nonat once here and talking about YouTube. We did not have enough time to really dig into this. It is impossible to do that. So we will definitely revisit YouTube again in the future. We will definitely ask Nonat to come back if he is willing. Absolutely. Odin just comes back. All the time. All the rash. Yep. Oh God, Odin's flaring up again. I <laughs> showed up at my wedding. It was oh, yeah. absolutely charming and wonderful. You can't get rid of the guy. Um, so, I wouldn't want to. Odin gives exactly. the best hugs in the whole oh, yeah. world. The eventually, uh, eventually, I will find that out. <laughs> so, thank you all for being here. I've been Super Vegan Brian. I was joined by David the Evolved Third. Bye, everybody. Hindu Anthony. Bye, everyone. I love you. Curse, Smurferica. Bye. No, not once. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And Odin the All Father Rabbit. Hello, everyone, and thank you very much. This is how Odin podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay hey, awesome. awesome. Uh, Anthony, say goodbye. Brian, cut him off. Bye, Let's everyone. Go.